Another Tuesday, another pod, and this time we are fresh off the St. Louis series, which was so much fun. I'm sure we'll get into it in a bit. In just a moment, Ryan Cratch is going to join me as we break down his home run derby victory in back-to-back fashion for Ryan Cratch, and uh, an impressive showing for sure. Derby was a lot of fun. We'll talk about it in more detail today, as well as some other upcoming fun MLW things happening. So without further ado, this is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pipe It Up podcast, the official podcast of MLW Wiffle Ball. Ryan Crash, welcome to the show, my man. Appreciate that, Tom. Happy to be here. Happy to have you on. No Jack today, regrettably. Um, not Jack's fault, totally my fault. Just trying to juggle too much. And uh, in order to make this pod happen today, couldn't film when Jack was available. So we got Ryan stepping in as a co-host and a guest after his home run derby victory. Yeah, that's back right. Back to back. That's right. First, let's address a couple of things. No headphone pod feels a little yeah, weird. I do. <laughs> I do feel a little. Weird. I do feel a little naked right now. But we're trying it out. We don't have yeah. any virtual guests that we need to hear, so uh, we can go no headphones. As well as, by the way, guys, uh, like Ryan. Ryan was like, "Let's change the color today." So, by the way, this sign does change colors. We're going you, red. you can get crazy with it, Ryan. Look at this. Where's the auto? What's this thing? That's brightness. Oh, look at that. Oh, I kind of like that. The rainbow. The rainbow. I don't know how it would look on the cams. Yeah, I don't think it would look that good, though. Ryan wanted to go red, so yeah. we'll go red. Red looks pretty cool. Yeah, red but means recording. Red means Tom, before, before we get into things, how was, uh, how was St. Louis? <sighs> Tiring, but good. Long days, long travel days. I, uh, unfortunately and fortunately, um, had to drive like a separate vehicle this time, so I didn't have the luxury of having Mr. Schultz drive me across the country. I had yeah. to drive myself and a few others, so we had... One vehicle with eight players that Mr. Schultz was driving, and then one vehicle with four that I was driving, and then we had a couple guys in separate cars as well, like the Walgate family. Grant and Jack drove separate, but it was just a big crew. Yeah, I think we definitely. brought down like 15 people to St. Louis, so it was a <laughs> big crew. Deep, rolling we were heavy. rolling real deep, big yeah. squad, and, uh, but overall, great time. Thank you to everyone who came. It was probably my favorite out-of-state event yet. That's a lot to say because Philly was pretty special. We've done some really cool things in the past, but this one, just the way everything was set up and the logistics of it, I think was just, yeah, it looks very cool. Definitely still things to improve on. Like you always find things from event to event that like we could have did this better or this differently, but overall I think we did a pretty job preparing and uh, executed everything to the best of our ability. Well, that's so, good to hear. I can't wait to see the video. Definitely. Um, thankful for all the players who came out and I think all the Cobras and magic guys had a great time and I, de- I think they definitely signed more autographs than they ever have <laughs> in their entire lives. <laughs> good, good. But, good. uh, a lot of fun for sure. So thanks again to everybody and thanks again to the Grizzlies. But let's get into the Derby. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Long video, 44 minutes, I believe. Uh, I hadn't even watched it until about a moment ago before you got here. Relived your glory. Yeah. And uh, first off, congratulations. I appreciate that. Say. Yeah, no, I watched it as soon as it, as soon as it came Did out. It? Yeah. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> yeah. Are you waiting on it? Oh, yeah, of course. How's the, uh, any fan love, any DMs and whatnot since then? Uh, yeah, I mean, here and there, you know, you definitely get a lot of comments about it. Um, more so, I just love the comments about uh, my dad, Greg, just seeing the comments about saying he's the GOAT, saying he's the best uh, home run derby pitcher they've seen in a long time. I mean, it's well said. Greg is the GOAT. Yeah. I love Greg so much. Honestly, would have been a great podcast to have today, which Ryan mentioned, and I kind of feel bad. Didn't give Greg the invite. Wouldn't have worked out anyway because yeah. we're doing it during business hours, but I could see a Greg crash off-season pod happening. Greg, Greg's a busy man, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a goal yeah, episode, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a funny guy, for sure. I think yeah. you get your humor from him And you, you two would... Uh, have good banter so you oh guys, man yeah 
Put, you two could talk it up. If I had Greg sitting across from me right now, I don't know if the smile would ever leave my face for the entire. <laughs> I don't know if this episode. podcast would ever end. It might not. It might not. We're on a tight schedule, so probably a bad idea for an August podcast. Right, maybe right. a uh, maybe a uh, September, October, November, somewhere in there. <laughs> right. But uh, Greg, let's talk about the day as a whole before yeah, we get into the specifics of the Derby. So we played the All Star game beforehand, mm-hmm. and at this point, Ryan was definitely sick of me because we spent <laughs> me and Ryan spent so much time together. <laughs> Let's break down what we did that week. Yeah. yeah so let's do it. I came home from up north when I filmed that podcast in the red, white, and blue. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And then I was wearing my 4th of July stuff. Came home on the Wednesday, and then that Wednesday, Gators and the D-backs played. And then Friday, you and I went to the Dude Perfect show, right? right? Yeah. Saturday, Ryan helped me build the actual bracket you guys saw at the field where people were pasting their names onto. Yeah, toss up the picture right now of me and Ryan. That was with, a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. It took a lot of uh, brain work there. It did. A, a couple good brains yeah. put together. Ryan's yeah. girlfriend even helped yeah. us out a little right. bit. We knocked it out pretty quick. Yeah, it took. It would have yeah. been a long night for me alone. Yeah, but threw on threw on a few good movies. And we're just an efficient team. Yeah, we are. Tell them what we watched. We that get night. things done. Yeah. What did we watch that night? Uh, we watched Zookeeper and then uh, Mean Girls. So we didn't even get all the way through Mean Girls. We were going well, so we fast. We were going so hard, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got to be honest, so I told Ryan. So him and his girlfriend left. I started cleaning up, and Mean Girls was still playing in the background. And then um, it was like 11 o'clock at that point. I knew we had a long day coming up the next day. So I wanted to get out of there. We were at my parents' house, right. not, not here. And uh, Mean Girls had like 15 minutes left, and I was like, I'm going to finish this movie. <laughs> so I sat there and watched the ending of Mean Girls alone. It's a good movie. Um, but... Anyway, so yeah, we spent Friday, Dude Perfect, Saturday, Derby prep work, yep. Sunday, All-Star Game, and Derby, yep. Monday, we recorded a pod when you were on with yep. Blade, with right? With Blade. You and Blade, and I think Tuesday, you played, I played the Wild series, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was with Ryan five days in a row, I think, and, uh, but it was a good time. Best five days of my summer right there. Honestly, it might have been up there for me, yeah. too. We had a great we just time. Went on we're a just bender. an efficient team. Yeah, Tom and I get things done. We, we get know, things done. Yeah, we know that when things need to get done. We just, we work together. We do. We get things done, and uh, I was happy for him. Raise the trophy at the Derby again. Yeah. Um, let's get into the Derby right now. Let's go round by round a little bit. Let's do it. I, I wrote down some notes of things I wanted to touch on. Um, round one, you know, we intro everybody. Some funny intros, first of all. I'm sure you guys saw the Chris blooper of him <laughs> with the tape measure. <laughs> Poor Chris. Um, we ended up fixing the tape measure, by the way. It did take probably three or four people messing with it yeah. to finally get it fixed, but... So, yeah, some funny intros mixed in there. Chris was probably the highlight of them all. And then uh, in the first round, which was totally different than last year, we only had one upset seed-wise, which that's was crazy, Walgate over that? Jimmy. Yeah, because last year everyone's brackets were blown up immediately. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Robles beat bon- or Bonham beat Robles like, right off the bat that first year. But I feel like that almost blows up brackets just by itself. You know what I mean? If the you're one gonna, seed? Yeah, no, if, but it wasn't just that. There was, I think we, I should go back and look. I want to say there was more... First round upsets than there was first round higher seeds winning last year. Really? Well, that was the first year we ever did seeding. So this year we really took into account last year's derby performances as well as the home run totals, which mm-hmm. we tried to do last year. But I think with it being in that format and that head to head thing, seeing how everyone did helped us out a lot this year with the seeding. So it was almost like a perfect, bra- it was almost right. a chalked bracket yeah, this year. Yeah, seriously. Wallgate yeah. was the only one who yeah. did any damage yeah. the whole way. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that was different this year for sure couple funny matchups in there were kyle versus warda those two of course were kind of introing it together warda's like we've been playing each other since we've been in diapers that was funny got a good laugh and then i played jack of course my host who i didn't bring on today unfortunately but uh i felt bad sending jack home yeah Yeah, he had me on the ropes he really see the thing is tom every home run derby kind of has a moment you know like a 
like a funny moment that people remember. Yeah. I think Jack had that moment this year with he the, did for the sure. dizzy left-handed home run. He, um, yes. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I forgot about that. So this is a funny story, guys. The Derby was about three weeks ago now or so. Yep. And I forgot. I mean, there was a lot of fun moments that happened during that day, and I forgot about Jack's electric dizzy spin lefty home run. But that video just came out Friday, right? So the very next day was the St. Louis series. So I go up to film in the second inning of the St. Louis series. I go up top kind of in a cool angle to get some, like, of the over-the-shoulder over shots of the pitcher. Right. And Jack gets up to bat, and all of a sudden, the whole crowd erupts in a chant, just lefty, lefty. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they saying, lefty? And then it clicked, like, yeah. oh, they just saw the derby clip. Yeah. And, like, the way Kyle edited it now, because I hadn't even seen the video yet at that point. But now watching it, now I realize, like, why that got so much hype and whatnot. Right, but yeah. He's like, should I just stay lefty? Like, in the video, <laughs> he, he was joking about it, too, but... So stay tuned to the St. Louis I series, should, uh, uh, and see what Jack did. But yeah, the crowd was putting the pressure on him to hit opposite-handed. I should I should issue an apology while we're talking about the left-handed dizzy bat swings. Uh, Warda had a I pitched to Warda and Agner. Okay, and Warda had a dizzy bat. Uh, he hit he hit Mister Dizzy, and after his ten spins, he started like falling towards the plate. So I I still just thought I figured. I'm still going to throw it over the plate. And actually, he mm -hmm. just kind of pretty much hit him with the pitch. <laughs> so, like, the next, the uh, Agner went after him. I kind of learned my lesson of uh, where to put it there. But I'm sorry, Alec. I uh, so I kind of messed up that pitch. So, right. Alec walked, basically, so Jack could run. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, it happens. That's yeah. how it goes. And I'm sure a lot Alec of things, would be happy to. There's a lot of factors in this derby that you guys at home probably wouldn't even realize. But, yeah, stuff like, like you just mentioned, the pitching side yeah, of things. The pitcher. And, the pitcher throwing like one guy first to kind of get loose, and then maybe the second hitter he throws to yeah, sees yeah, better pitches, was, yeah. or all that exactly. kind of stuff is it plays a part in the yeah, derby. Definitely There's a lot of quirks, most definitely yeah rhythms, um, distractions, fans like a lot of things that can affect the, the derby. But mm -hmm. I definitely think Jack probably had the the first round highlight for sure. Yeah, definitely. Despite being eliminated by me once once again, he had me on the ropes. Yeah. I was down to the gold ball, down by two, and I happened yeah. to hit two in a row. Which is funny because I think True did the exact same thing to me last year. Don't quote me on that, but I want to say last year I hit first, and then it was Drew, and I think Drew did the exact really? same thing to me. Yes, okay. I want to say. Okay. So that came full circle for me. We had some target hits in the first round. Yeah, that's the first huge. time in a that's couple big years. For us. It was the scoreboard. I, the scoreboard gets hit every single year, mm -hmm. multiple times. So I was like, if we just make the scoreboard something, it's gonna get hit. And then sure enough, like. Six or seven guys had hit, and it still hadn't gotten hit yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, we're just cursed. Like, <laughs> I I swear that was hit by every guy at least one time last year. Right. And it really wasn't hit that much, maybe four or five times, yeah. which is a fair amount, but it felt like even more last year. Yeah, than last definitely. Year's derby. Definitely. And uh, you, you already mentioned Greg, and uh, but he was the only non-MLW pitcher out there. Nobody else had a dad, yeah. a sibling, a friend. It was only MLW boys. Well, I picked Davenport. Because me and Brendan play a lot of like one-on-one -on -one for practice, so I figured I'd seen him throw to me the most. So yeah. I chose Davenport, but you were the only one brave enough to bring yeah. him. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, somebody else. I was just looking forward to just, you know, the moment with my dad. I wasn't, you know, too worried about the outcome. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I actually, that's why I went first in the first round against Dan, just because, you know, I didn't want any pressure or anything. I just wanted to go up there and swing it. Um, and uh, to have him out there was a special moment for both of us. You know, he really loved it. So, uh, you he know, really loved yeah, it. so it was just, I, I enjoyed it. I originally, when I walked in, I asked Jimmy to pitch to me. Oh, did and, you? Yeah. Well, you know, so it was you, not a predetermined. No, it thing. was not. But, you know, I saw him over there and he was, uh, he grilled dogs and made some burgers in between. Oh, the, this spread. <laughs> Phenomenal. Let me tell between, you about this. Yeah. You can see it on Wardicam at, at, uh, you, you can at some point in the video, but 
So we coordinated the night before. I was like, Mr. Cratch, I was like, you bring in the Blackstone? Like, you bring the grill. I'll, I'll buy the dogs. I'll buy the buns, right. whatever. You bring the grill. And then the next morning, so the day of the derby, RJ texts us. He's like, Tom, by the way, my mom's bringing a ton of food for everybody. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a glorious <laughs> spread then. So we had Mr. Cratch's food, some food from Mr. Schultz, and we had Mrs. Walgate's Ms. Walgate. food. Ms. So Walgate made some good We were brownies. all well fed. I know one. there was a year where I didn't get a, I didn't get a dog, and yeah. I was a little salty about it, but there was more than enough to yeah. go around. We even fed the photographer. The, yeah. the family and friends were eating. Yeah. It was a great spread. Yeah, so that, and that, like, that kind of played it. too. Yeah, that played a part in it. Um, you know, I figured he came out there and did all that work. I was like, you know what? Uh, I walked over there and asked him to pitch to me and he does, you know, what Greg does. He, uh, he likes to tease you a little bit. He's like, oh he's like, I'm not doing it. Oh really? And I was like, yeah, you are. Come on. And then, uh, my mom told me that after I walked away, he looked at her and just goes, I'm so nervous right now, <laughs> but he did a good no job. Way. He did a good job and I was very happy to, uh, to hit off of him. So do you think if you hadn't won last year, say you lost in the finals to to Jonah last year. Yep. Do you think you still would have had Greg throw to you this year? Probably not. I didn't think probably so. Probably not. Um, I probably would have went with Jimmy. And uh, just because, you know, well, I mean, as you saw in the video, Jimmy was was serving up pitches. Yeah, let's let's get into that. He, <laughs> he, so he there was a clip of him, like, saying, like, Tom, I'm absolutely tossing him in right yeah. now. And Jonah's like, they're, he's putting him on a platter. But, guys, Jimmy was cracking me yeah. up. So I'm sitting there behind a camera that was facing towards the hitter. And Jimmy's throwing to Jonah. And after every pitch, Jimmy's like, oh, my God. God, that was such a good toss. Like he's <laughs> under his breath, just murmuring, like, Tom, are you seeing this? Right. Like he's just pointing them in the exact same spot right. over and over again. And Jonah's cracking him out of the park, but just Jimmy under his breath was cracking me up. If he was mic'd up there, it would have been absolute gold. It was just, every pitch he was like, Oh my gosh, that was perfect. <laughs> well, I felt bad because I, t- I asked Jimmy to pitch to me and he was like he, he was excited because he wanted to pitch both the one seeds. Uh, I but see. I uh I mean uh, I you know. didn't see anybody else throwing better BP. That's not a knock on Greg. No, you're right, 100%. Jimmy was just serving yeah. him in there. But we made up for it. I hit off Jimmy in the uh, NWLA home run derby. So uh, it, it, we made up for it. Yeah, you did well in that, too. I did, yeah. I got, Ryan is truly the derby king. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I got I got third place in that, which was I mean, which was pretty good for the guys that are you know practicing yeah, you that all year. Yeah, you made the finals, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan was right there, like one yeah. or two homers off yeah. of the NWLA home run yeah. derby title. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. Yeah. Into the second round, so once again, RJ, the only upset there in the first round. Second round, um, a couple people got snubbed. Dallas hit 15 bombs. That might have been the second highest total, but Jonah's just... Yeah, that was, probably, that was probably one of the best rounds in the derby. He got hot on the gold ball. Yeah. He hit like three or four out with the gold ball to really pad his total. Mm-hmm. But Jonah just cruised. Yeah, Jonah, and so that's just elite. what he does. I mean, you guys notice his swing is just so smooth when he's hitting in the home run derby. And he does something that I think... Just he's about the only person that does it. He's, he hits home runs to right field. He does. Do you notice? I don't know I, if you I notice that. that. I yeah. notice that. He's got a very inside out swing, and all of us are going to pull it around the corner of the the left field wall. But he he can he can hit it to all all over it's the park. Just effortless. It is it, effortless. Goes, like it was fifteen bombs, and he cool, calm, and collected. Like I got some work to do here. Mm-hmm. He goes up there and just chips away, chips yeah. away, chips away. I knew when I saw my bracket, like in my position in the bracket, going to meet him. I was like, that'd be it's tough, be tough, but not yeah. impossible, probably. Yeah. But yeah, Dallas, tough draw there for him. Great Very performance tough. from Dallas, but uh, knocked out nonetheless. Then there was the Wallgate round, that was which was chaos. It was probably more chaotic in person than it was in the video, because in the video, of course, edited down and explained. But we were all like, what on earth is even <laughs> happening? So yeah, he hits three targets, which upon replay was pretty clear. Yeah, the slow mo was very definitely. clear. <laughs> definitely <laughs> clear. And then backspun yeah. the third one. Yeah. I think it was the death can for times two outs. 
the big bat blue spree and then an extra life. But the caveat there was he had seven outs when he made that swing. So then the two outs from the death can took him to nine outs. So then Kyle's like, well, he's got nine outs. Like this should be a gold ball spree. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Oh my gosh. I was it like, was... poor and Chris is just standing there, arms crossed, just <laughs> shaking his head. And I'm like, dude, you got <laughs> Cheatham. Cheatham's got gotten hosed. a tough draw the past. You two got years. hosed. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. that's just how it goes. Yeah, because Cheatham had a great round last year, and you knocked him out, right? Yeah, I hit twenty, and he hit, I think, seventeen. You know? Oh my gosh! So poor Chris. Yeah, I know. Chris, he probably has earned himself a decently high seed next year. Oh, definitely. What did we have him at this year? Four, five. Four, I don't remember. Four or five, I think. I mean, but he's a he's a very good home run derby hitter. He is. He's had some tough yeah. breaks. That's just how it and goes. He's kind of like, solidified. Like himself. we said, a lot of variables at play. Things yeah. like that, you just can't control. Right. It requires definitely skill, as we can tell, because the top two players have been the same the last two years, but. There's a little bit of luck that goes into it definitely, for sure. Definitely. A lot of things that could go your way that might not otherwise. So, yeah, Walgate ends up with 17 home runs, I think, after his time six homer when he had yeah. the gold ball that hit the uh, little ladder golf yeah. leg of the times three star. Um, just unbelievable. Yeah. So, Chris goes down there. Other than that, still chalked. Yeah. So, Which in the semifinals, is- we had two one seeds, you and Jonah. Yeah. And then I edged out Kyle in the other, in the other quarterfinal. Then Walgate beat Cheatham, but Kyle didn't. Uh, Kyle kind of laid an egg in that round. I only had to hit like four, so it was pretty yeah. simple. Yep. But then I did the same thing in the semi. So I go up there first, knowing I'm like I probably need twenty to beat Jonah. I was kind of thinking that in my head. I think twenty would be like put some pressure on yeah, him a little bit right. at least. And I get to like two, and then get like six out straight. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is embarrassing. <laughs> you know, yeah. you never want to do that for no. the video's sake, just to lay an absolute egg uh, in the semis, but. I did my best to provide some comical. Yeah, that was hilarious. My, we were all upon we were my all inevitable kick exit. Yeah, man, we were all going to kick it, but it doesn't. I mean, that's Jonah Heath you're going up against. You know. Oh, I, did, I don't think he even gotten out. I'm pretty sure all that happened. I don't think it he was did. either zero or one outs. He yeah. hit four in a row, and I was like, okay, well, I tried, tried to make it at least somewhat funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of had a dramatic round there too because you were hitting second, correct? You hit after RJ. Yeah, I, I did. And you were doing okay, but then you had ran into some trouble with the targets, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he hit six in his first round, which and I was going after beatable. him, which was pretty, it, it's good, but, it, you know, um, I went up there, and I got to six, and then, so I hit one that grounded through the, the cem- what is it called, the cemetery, or the... The graveyard. The graveyard, sorry, sorry, not the Graveyard cemetery. 2.0. Yeah, it went through it, and I was clear, but then it hit the tripod, Yeah, bounced up, <laughs> back over, had some backspin, and went into Mr. Dizzy. So and you had no love from the commission. I, that, yeah, on that, I got, on that I got no love there. <laughs> you tried to plead your case. So I did try to plead a case to why I shouldn't, but you know it is what it is. So I did my dizzy bat, um, didn't get a home run, and then my next swing after that, I hit. I ran into the switch up. Yep. But I actually won the round left handed. So I mean, it was it was pretty fun. I enjoy hitting left handed, so it wasn't a big deal. But what do you think Greg's thoughts were as you progressed further and further? I think he was derby? a little. I think he was. I think at first he understood that it was. Uh, you know, I was just doing it just for us to like have that mm-hmm. moment. But I think after the first round and then maybe after the second round, he started to, you know, think, you know, maybe we can win this. Bit. Yeah, maybe. Well, the good thing is with our derby still, uh, we still have the old MLB rules where it's 10 outs, yeah. not a time derby. So in theory, like you could just be taking pitches from Greg. Yeah. But yeah. Over, for the most part, I thought he did a good no, job. No, he did fine. He, I mean, he, he was he was kind of putting it inside right where I, and, you know, I liked it. I like to like step out and just swing mm-hmm. pretty hard. I mean, you know. Uh, everybody, yeah. I swing pretty hard. Ryan swings run very hard. Yeah, so uh, I break a few bats. Just, just a few. Yeah, so so I, I I wasn't, you know, if you put it anywhere on the inside, uh, that's where I like it. That's kind of what McGlade did last year and what Greg did this year, so. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't complain. I will say, at least from the outside looking in, Greg seemed cool, calm, and collected. You know, <laughs> I never saw the guy waver. Yeah. I'll be honest. Didn't yeah. really talk to him too much in between rounds. I was wishing him luck, and he was just giving me a big smile. Yeah. And besides that, he was he was A-OK to keep on chucking. He had yeah. to throw a lot of pitches that day. Oh, yeah. When I'm, was the last time you've seen Greg throw to you? Like, in a oh, baseball, man. BP, oh, man. Maybe when ball. I was... Maybe when I was 11, he would throw BP to so me. So it's been a solid 10 years. Yeah. The thing about, like, he used to, you know, we'd go to the cage and he'd throw BP to me. This is baseball. He'd throw BP to me, but, you know, he'd hit me like every like three or yeah. four, third or fourth pitch. He just, you know. I've been drilled by yeah, my dad yeah, several yeah, times so too. I, you know, I just, I would started training with other guys and, you know, I'd have them pitch <laughs> yeah, to me. But you had to fire Greg yeah, and move on. I did. I did. And he knew it. But that's kind of, you know, I, that's what I was kind of nervous about going into the derby is whether or not he could. I wasn't nervous for myself as much as I was nervous for him. He just did a to great job. Put it over the plate, and he cooked, did fine. Yeah. Cooked for everybody, and then took yeah. the crown. Yeah. Took the That's crown a true himself. dad move, right there. That is yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So we ended up with you versus Heath again mm-hmm. against all eyes, like I said, because a lot of luck does come into it a little bit. But you guys are just so automatic up there. Definitely. Um, and Jonah elected to go second. second again, right? Same deal last year. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked going first. I actually picked to go first over Dan in the first yeah. round just because, you know, I like to set the tone. Yeah. And uh, I don't I kind of figured he would uh, make me go second only because he had just finished his round right before we yes. went into the final round. Mm-hmm. So I think that if roles were reversed and I had just finished, I feel like maybe he goes first. But I don't know. I was kind of uh, I was definitely a little shocked when he picked to when he picked to go second just because of what happened last year. Yeah, I know. I feel for the guy. How many did you end up hitting that final round? I think only 10. None. I mean, that's I, a solid round. I, it is. I, I don't want to say it's an solid. easy road, but I had a, like a, compared to last year, my road to the finals was a lot. You didn't have easier. Chris. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have to hit 20 or anything. I, you know, I, I think I hit, I hit like six, then like 10, then eight or seven and then 10. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't even like last year I hit about 60 home runs this year. I hit a, a little under 40. Hmm. So I felt like I kind of coasted too. Although I guess that Jack had me on the ropes, but Jack did. Yeah. I didn't have that good of a round. I only hit eight. I think that was including two or three or maybe nine. I don't know. I had two gold ball home runs though. So that mm-hmm. inflated my number a little right. bit. And then Kyle didn't put too much pressure on me. So I feel like I didn't have that great of a derby despite being final four, just kind of the stars aligned, I guess, mm-hmm. to get me that far. Right. And the pressure came when it came time to, to start hitting get home runs. I, I, I didn't get down to business, man. I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for the moment. Right. Really. Right. But a fun derby nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Every year it's so fun, man. It's so fun. It's a long day, though. Yeah, it is a long day. It's a long day. But when you've got Wardekam running around, you know, it's just so funny to watch that footage back, especially as a player on his team. There was a lot of comic relief this year besides what I provided. There was some funny Wardekam moments, funny when Jack was on the camera. I thought it was funny when both Jack and Jimmy did some commentating. They're both yeah. pretty electric. Jimmy back was there. pretty good back there. Jimmy's great. Yeah, I saw a lot of comments saying, I saw a lot of comments asking for Jimmy to commentate more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Jimmy's electric. Jimmy's just good at everything. With He's pretty good at everything. Related. Even yeah. the BP. Yeah. BP was so good. Yeah. 
BP. Probably so be, definitely best BP award. Wouldn't say Jimmy gave the best gritty though. I don't know. No, no, I wouldn't either. But no real big surprises in terms of crazy rounds besides RJ, like I said. And uh, I was happy because, of course, we had already played the derby prior to posting the bracket. And right when we did, everyone's like, why is RJ in this? He doesn't even hit, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I'm like, just wait till you guys see it. Yeah, yeah. Make the final four. Um, of course, we wanted to have Grant Miller in the derby. He did get the first invite for the Magic. But Grant's got, you know, family. He's got a family yeah, of his own got, to take care yeah, of. He's he had got some kids, stuff going yeah. on that day. So, unfortunately, he could not participate in the home run derby. Or in the All Star Game, so an opportunity opened could be, up. Could be fortunately for, for for me, someone like me. Yeah, well, fortunate for you in the Derby, yeah. but unfortunate for you guys in the All Star Game. Yeah, definitely. We need. We could have used the. We could have used. Could have used the big bat for sure. Yeah. But um, All Star Game, of course, coming up next week. So stay tuned. No Grant Miller, but a lot of still good. Oh yeah, AL players for sure. But yeah, yeah, worked out for you. I wonder how Grant would have did. You know, I've watched him win a home run derby I, at US before, but that was at the time derbies, big bats, um, just rapid fire. Yeah. And when Jordan made that transition last year, you know, he got yeah. out first round. So who knows how Grant would have yeah, done. Yeah, so now you know. Yeah, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. Yeah. He probably would have gotten, I'm trying to think of where I would have seeded him. Probably like three. Yeah, three. I don't know. It's guess. hard to, once again, based on what Jordan did last year, it would be hard to put him any higher than three, I think. Right. But probably in that three range or yeah. so. Yeah, because just guys got know, a vicious swing. Not, yeah, he does have a vicious swing, but like guys like him and Robles in the home run derby, they're just not used to being able to take their time. Yeah, it's they don't such take a, a pitch. It's yeah. the mental rhythm. Yeah. So yeah. Funny story too. I um I was surprised to see I think I had the slowest, like smoothest swing in the derby. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everyone else was swinging so hard and my swings were just really like Well, you were very patient really too at the plate. You know, you, some you were looking for one pitch and you know, that's how you know that's how you should do it. Yeah, but. I mean I did okay once again. Yeah. I didn't do crazy good, but final four is a pretty good result. But I uh when we were down in St. Louis, I was talking to some of the staff members and they're like, Yeah, we watched the Derby yesterday. They're like, You got a great swing, just so smooth and effortless. And I was like laughing. I was like, oh, thanks. I don't think I have that. <laughs> Makes good you of a feel swing. like a big leaguer. But uh I was like, Yeah, thanks. And then I called my aunt, uh KK. I've mentioned her before on this podcast because it was my godchild's birthday on Saturday and I missed it because we were in St. Louis. So I gave him a call. And she was like, Tommy, your swing looked so smooth out there in the derby. And I was like, you're the second person who's told me that. And I haven't watched the video yet. So I watched it back, and I was surprised. I did do a good job of, like, really taking nice, yeah, you easy had a, hacks. you had a nice swing. I think that's important, at least for me. If I overswing, it doesn't always go See, well. I just, I'm overswinging the entire time. But, know? I mean, that's, it's definitely working yeah, for you. Yeah, that's just how I got to do it. In my mind, what feels right is to just swing hard and try and hit it. As I mean, I think I've done that in past derbies. This year, I really tried to focus on nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, Final Four, once again, not, I wouldn't say it was flawless, but uh, it really just depends on if your confidence is there and if you get into a rhythm on that day, it can build confidence immediately. Right. So, yeah, I, I had a couple of home runs when I needed to to knock out Jack, at least. Yeah. I saved myself from that. Uh, that would have been some pipe it up uh, banter and bragging rights for Jack, <laughs> for sure, um, throughout the next year or so. Yeah, so, definitely. Sorry to send you packing, Jack, but overall, a great derby nonetheless. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, the video was very well, uh, very well produced. Shout out to Kyle. I know that's the... The hardest editing week for him is getting the home run derby together. So the mm-hmm. video looked really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's performing pretty well so far. I think it has like eighty five thousand views that's, or so yeah, at the time of good. this recording. So well, yeah. the home run derby is always kind of you know they they're like a slow burn because people are always mm-hmm. looking up home run derby on YouTube, yeah. looking for the MLB, and then they find us. And yeah, I know. I wonder like how um, intriguing that is for a new viewer because those always do do like above average compared to a regular series video. Excuse me. So I'm curious as to how those are interpreted by. A casual viewer who doesn't know our personalities yeah. and doesn't know who Warda is and like what is Warda Cam. Yeah. I wonder how that goes for yeah. Me too. That is I never thought about it like that. 
I know. It's very interesting. You also uh, turned 21 over the weekend. I did. Congratulations. I Big birthday. That. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're all getting old, man. Yeah. Seriously, man. How'd Greg feel seeing his youngest turn 21? I think he, uh, you know, I don't think he took it too hard. I think he was actually enjoying it pretty well. <laughs> you enjoyed it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went out and celebrated and he seems like he had a good time. So, you know, it's more of the, it's my mom, you know, mm. it's, it's always the mom who's the mom. sad to see their kids grow up, you know? Yeah. Anyways, guys, um, let's get into this week's comment of the week. Uh, and it says, Alex self fist pound during Cratch victory walk-off was everything. And when I read this comment, I, like probably you guys did, went to the video. And what do I see? Well, I'll show you right now. Take a look at this. Cratch is coming down the line. High fives. Everyone's clapping. And they <laughs> see Warda. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't notice that present in the moment. I didn't notice that when I watched the video the first time. Wasn't yeah. until I saw this comment that I noticed that, and just I appreciate Ward. I with the little just yeah, Ward. I I am I am sorry. I I didn't even notice just like Tom said until I saw the one of the comments saying uh, that 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 was their favorite part of the video. What do you do when you get left hanging? You gotta just go for the selfish. Self yeah, you gotta do. You can't just put your hand down on your side. That just doesn't feel right. You gotta do something. Or you hope somebody's around saw and just gives uh, you a fist bump. You know? It's so it's a tough spot to it be in. It is a tough spot to be in, and I'm very sorry that I put you in that. I can't alley. remember. Maybe it was Sparky. I swear during the Dude Perfect show, I saw somebody like go for a high five with another one of the dudes, like one of the other dudes, mm -hmm. someone in their crew on stage. And yeah, it was, wasn't there. And yeah. It was a self like, it was one of these. <laughs> that was, no, it was, it was Kobe when he was on stage with the little kid. Oh, you're right. It was, <laughs> he, it was. he went for the high five, and the kid didn't give him a high five. So he just, yeah, oh man, it's always tough. Up. Some people just like leave it out there, yeah. wait for anybody to get them. <laughs> it's I think sad. I'll like if I like notice they're not looking, I'll like pull it back real quick. Hope yeah. nobody saw. Try Where's and make it? it maybe into like a nose scratch or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <tough. laughs> That's so tough. Yeah, I got left hanging in the video years ago. I remember uh, we were filming with the Tigers for the first time. Mm -hmm. I think it was Jacoby Jones. I like walked past him for a pitching change, and I like stuck my hand out and just he just or no, I think. I think he stuck his hand out to me or something. I don't know. There was a moment yeah. in the video where Kyle edited it funny. And yeah, there was a moment where like I stuck my hand out, I pulled it back, and then he noticed and then like reached back. <laughs> it wasn't there. It was bad. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. But I think war is little is funny. Yeah. That is at least funny. Yeah. If it's filmed. Yeah. If it's like if in it's person, not filmed, it's, it's a little bit yeah, awkward. It's, a little it's bit like awkward. just like out in public. But if it's a film moment, then yeah, people can watch it back and laugh. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So I think he did the right thing there. But Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, appreciate your comments. Keep the comments coming, guys, and all the videos. We're always looking for our favorites every single week. But besides that, a great derby like we've been saying over and over again. I truly think it was. I think the video was pretty good. I uh, I thought the derby moved a little faster this year. It did. It I definitely it, did move faster. I wonder why that is. I think it was just because it was such a long day that guys were just, you know. Getting up and ready just, to go. Yeah, getting up ready to move. Yeah. Dan was always ready with the tape. Dan, for the, for the yeah, <laughs> poor Dan had to hand me. My name after I knocked him Dan, out of that round. Dan's sorry, quote man. of, if I'm sitting, I'm happy. It's classic. Because it's true. Dan yeah. always, I always see Dan sitting down. You have his dad, who's, you know, 30 years older than him, on his feet, moving around. Where's Dan? He's always yeah. perched up somewhere. He finds himself a <laughs> yeah. seat. No He'll find what. a camp chair somewhere. He'll find something to sit on. Yeah. That was classic. But uh, at the end of the Derby, Ryan, you mentioned how you wanted to carry this momentum into the second half for you and the Preds. Jack and I, next week, I'm sure we'll go into a bit of a breakdown of each team's first half, where they need to improve. But with you here... Uh, and the Preds having a bit of a rocky start. You guys are sitting at two and seven. Um, what do you think it's going to take to bounce back and make the playoffs? I think it really just takes the offense, Tom. Uh, offense. Yeah. I mean, our second pitcher in McGlade, he's been struggling here and there. And, you know, if I, I've even had my spots where I've struggled. Um, but it's, it's really comes down to our offense. I mean, it's not like we're just getting blown out of games. We're losing games one, two, three, zero. 
Um, you saw it in Philly when um, uh, in the first game when when you you guys won three to zero. You know, mm-hmm. it, three isn't three runs is you know could be just one inning. You know, yeah. so that's just really kind of what we need to do. We need to figure out at the plate. You know, instead of looking for walks, we need to be looking for singles. You know, looking to hit. So, um, I've I've been talking to Warda and Brennan about this a lot. Um, even Rudy, um, just talk about you know let's you know let's get rid of the try and work for walks. I mean, we'll work at bats, and if we get walked, we get walked. But we're not looking for walks anymore. We're looking to put the ball in play. And uh, you know, the home run ball is definitely a big factor of the Preds' offense. So. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got to get back around to that. I mean, we probably only have two or maybe three as a team right now. So we just need to get that uh, back into play. Has it been pretty frustrating for you because last year you came so close to the World Series and essentially returning the exact same roster again? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of question marks there as to mm-hmm. why you haven't been successful. So yeah. what's that been like mentally? It's, I mean, it's it's frustrating uh, for sure, you know, because last year we were in such a good spot to uh, – to make a run, you know, a lot of people, you know, put us there, you know, they predicted us to be, you know, mm-hmm. at SoFi. And so, um, it was, it's, it's definitely frustrating for us. Cause you know, we were just so, we were on such a high now we're on such a low. So it's just like a big, uh, change for us, but you know, it's, um, it's exciting in the fact that, you know, we had, we're playing for something now, Yeah. you know, last year we were, we were playing to win, but we weren't really, you know, we didn't have that chip on our shoulder like we do right now. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what, you know, that kind of has me excited to play these next two series against the Cats and the Cobras. You know, those are interdivision series, and, you know, I'm going to come out firing on all cylinders because we have to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't given up. The uh, The D-backs were 2-7 and seven last year when they won the World Series. So mm-hmm. uh, we haven't given up hope by any means. You know, we're very excited to get moving. Very, very, very excited. What about you on the mound? Um, anything you're looking to change at all or not really just try to get back to what no. you were doing so well last year? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like on the mound I haven't, um, I, I don't think I've struggled necessarily at really any points. I mean, I had uh, in the the Magic series when we, we lost that, uh, the first game on a walk, walk-off walk. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, other than that, in that inning, you know, I – We've been pitching in the rain a lot. We the Preds have been playing in the rain a lot. Oh my gosh! So you know it's um it's hard to uh to battle those factors as much as I have had to as much as McGlade has had to. Yeah. So, um, little teaser for next video. Yeah, yeah, we get the, yeah. So it's a little wet out there. So you know we got to learn, you know how to overcome these uh, adversities, and we kind of um we've been kind of working on it. You know mm-hmm. I know I I started I've been practicing at home, and sometimes I'll go inside and a little water on my hand to go outside and pitch, you know, <laughs> not, just not a bad idea, no, because, you know, you know, you got to learn how, why the ball is moving the way it is, uh, in those, in that environment. So I, I on the mound, I felt like I've done pretty well so far. I mean, I've given, I gave up a few home runs in Philly, mm-hmm. I've given up a few other runs here and there, but, uh, you know, not, I haven't done bad enough to the point where we should be losing, you know, we should be at least mm-hmm. in games and yeah. we, our offense just hasn't produced it. And that, you know, I'm not saying that just for everybody else. I'm saying that me myself included, we need to, uh, get back on the horse and uh, get going. I've been saying now the Preds bring the rain and the Gators bring the heat. Yeah. The Gators are always playing in 90 degree sunny days, always. no clouds, just scorchers. And you guys yeah. are playing in the rain always. It seems yeah. like definitely seems like every time I'm at the Meadows and the Preds are there is always a wet day, but right. hopefully um, for your fifth and final series, it's, it's dry. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. But the second half is approaching. Preds got their work cut out for them. I wish you yeah. guys the best. Um, you have had success against the Wildcats in the past. Cobras last year, not so much. So definitely two matchups that are well known for you guys, but not always uh, the easiest opponents. No, definitely yeah. not. Um, I mean, especially you know you got guys like Kyle and Sailor on one lineup, and then you got to face Baranowski and pitch to Drew with, with the Cobras. So it's hard. 
Um, but, uh, you know, you know, it's just respect for those guys. And we know that, you know, our work is cut out for us this year. We've kind of had, uh, we've kind of had a rough go, um, tough luck. I, sh- I should say Some tough luck. That's with, a great way um, to put it. Uh, you know, we, I had to, f- my first series I had to pitch against the D backs. Yep. And then I had Grant Miller and the Magic, in the and then I had you and Robles. It, There's not a lot of easy lineups. Yeah, man. I haven't had any. I haven't. I don't want to say there is any easy lineups in MLW, but you know, haven't had a break. So yeah, yeah, the Preds haven't caught any good breaks. So now we're uh, we're looking to get the the train back on the tracks and get moving. Yeah, schedules are not easy. No. These lineups are not easy. I'm glad no. I'm not pitching anymore. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Yeah, I'm it, glad I'm not it, pitching it anymore. It progressively gets harder and harder as a pitcher, but that's what makes Every it, year it's that's what makes it more fun. There's you know? no more free outs out there anymore. No, definitely I mean, it's not. so tough. There's no cow some, some of these... Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's a name you haven't heard on this yeah. podcast in a while. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle Garricky. Great kid. But uh, yeah, great, uh, great competition all the way around. The second half should be very enjoyable. Of course, we do have the All-Star break first. Yeah. So we'll see that next Friday on the channel. And then the Cats and Predators will kick us off in Slate 4. Yeah, very so, excited. Exciting times coming up. Also, guys, this Friday is the Ocho Dan ESPN. We have some big things coming up yeah. this week. So, Warda, I don't even know all the details. I haven't been coordinating it. But from what I know, Warda is going to be on the Slippery Stairs competition, which I didn't even know was a real thing. I've seen videos of it online before. I didn't, I didn't know what it was from and when it took right. place or where it took place. But apparently it's an ESPN Ocho thing. So Warda is going to be on the Slippery Stairs competition, which is hilarious yeah. and so cool. And that one's live on ESPN. I'll put up the schedule on screen right now. I think they're both Friday. Right. So the first thing is Warda. Or I shouldn't say the first thing, but one of the things is Warda. And we also have Jordan Robles playing in a NWLA All-Star game, I believe is how they're right. branding it. Yeah. So we got some MLW players in multiple ESPN, the Ocho Day events, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, that's great. That's that's uh, the perfect niche spot for guys like us. Yeah, I know. I'm glad they reached out. Uh-huh. I would have loved it on the Slippery Stairs. We got the Wiffle and the Mitten this weekend, so yeah. we're too busy with that. But uh, we're shipping off Warder to the South Slippery Carolina. Slippery Stairs looks really hard, man. I feel like Warder can win, though. I feel yeah, like but I also feel like he's too, like... Uh, crazy like, i feel like he's gonna try to go so fast and i, I, I feel don't like know that's what like you have sh- to go slow I hope he should be watching film to figure this out Definitely. watching the previous recordings yeah, see what the previous winners have been i gotta doing. talk to him i gotta yeah. send him a text we need the order to win this well thing. i don't i know you you're allowed to like push the other people and yeah i saw a video this morning when yeah Kyle somebody posted, pulling somebody their grabbed, leg yeah, yeah somebody grabbed somebody else yeah so you know Warda, Warda has to his uh advantage he's a little smaller so maybe he can you know squeak through and but yeah you gotta I don't know how you avoid that though. Someone's gonna pull you down. It's like, what do you do? You can't, you can't do, do anything. You can't grab onto slide anything. Right down. You just grab them as you go down and bring them down with you. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny concept. Yeah. How is that a sport? Whatever. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, I really think Warda could win though. I wonder who he's going up against. Is there any other like notable personalities, I have, I celebrities? Know. I don't know. I have no idea how they field this team of stair climbers. Yeah. Out there, people that are goofy enough to do it, like Alec. But I think he's really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's uh, we're excited too to watch him. I, I encourage all of you to tune in live and support him. I'm sure we'll be going crazy. Yeah. We should try to set up a camera of like Kyle and I watching it together or something. Yeah, definitely. That'll be so funny just seeing <laughs> Ward out there, dude. Like strapped up with his helmet on. Like, it'll be so funny. Yeah. And I, I have no doubt Jordan will ball out in the, oh, yeah. uh, the All Star game. That's that what one he does. That one he's just yeah, it's just him doing business as yep. usual. But excited for both of those two. So just exciting times all around. Wiffle in the Mitten this weekend. We'll see a lot of you guys there, I hope. If you're a pod listener, pod fan, let me know. Try to give you guys a shout-out. I think I owe a couple kids a shout-out. Um, I forget. Kids that I missed in, or kids that I met in, uh, where were we last? Not St. Louis. 
Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. I think it's Pittsburgh okay. or Philly, yeah. So, Philly fans that ask for a shout-out, shout-out to you all. Appreciate you tuning in every week. But uh, other than that, thanks for tuning in, guys. Another episode in the books. RJ Walgate is a full foot taller than Alec Warda. And we will see you all next week.